That's the it. best part about owning your own business is the people. Is the, the worst part about owning your own business is the people. Is the people. I hear it all the time. So a lot of times on here we have guests. Today what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth talking about topics that we have been approached by. People have asked you, people have asked me, things like that. So last time we talked about health and money. Yes. And this time we're going to talk about people and relationships. And if there's anything that you have to be good at, especially as a business owner, <laughs> yes, yes, right. is what? It's people, people and relationships. And That's the it. best part about owning your own business is the people. Is the, the worst part about owning your own business is the people. Is the people. I hear it all the time. Yeah. And I'll probably ask you all these questions sure. all the time. But how do you determine who to associate with? So the people, your reference group is 95% of your success. But the people that you associate with, Luke, are not going to shove you into a dark alley to do drugs. They're not going to shove you into a Mm. bank to get long. They're not going to shove you. That's good. They're going to gently nudge you. Mm. So we live in Alabama. We go to the Gulf Coast. We sit on the beach. That's what we do. So you love to do I it. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love, love it. So, love so here's, the, here's the best analogy I've heard is yeah. you go out to the ocean with your kids, with your spouse, by yourself. You sit in a float. You just start to relax. And then mm. all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, you are 100 yards down the beach. <laughs> and you don't even realize it because like the current point. has just nudged you down just a little, just a little bit. It's kind of scary when you it's think very, it. It's very, very scary. <laughs> um, and that's the way friends are. Yeah. Friends and the people that you associate with, they're not going to push you. They're not going to, they're going to gently nudge you in that direction. And pretty soon you're not going to realize you're in that, in a, in a bad position or sometimes mm. in a good position, depending That's on who good. you hang out with. Uh, yeah. If they eat bad, you're going to eat bad. Yeah. If they don't exercise, you're probably not going to exercise. Yeah. And when you hang out with negative people, you're going to typically have at some point some negativity. And if right. you hang out with positive people, you're going to have some positivity. Yeah. So you got figuring out those people is extremely important. What are the what are the what's the old saying? You hang around with dogs, you get you up with fleas. fleas. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. show me your. I, I love it. how Pastor Chris, he's our pastor, mm-hmm. so he he says the show me your friends, I'll show you your future. That's right. Which is honestly a staple that I've always lived by because yeah. I had like an opportunity in college to go two different ways. Mm-hmm. You probably had the oh, same. Yeah. I hear you talk about it all the time. Yep. You've got those partiers. Yep. The ones that like to go out, hang out late at night, right. drink. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. Because, yeah. I mean, I would wake up the next morning if it was game day sure. or practice. I would struggle. But chose the friends who were like, man, these guys are trying to do it the right way. I don't know if they figured it out yet. But they're trying to do it the right way. Sure. Yeah. So, anyways, so that, that leads me to another question. And I hear you talk about it often. But there's three types of friends. So, what are those types of friends? Right. Why do you need them? Talk a little bit about that. So the three types of friends are this. Yeah. There's a three-minute friend. A three-minute friend is someone that's great to chit-chat with. In the hallway, there's tons of people in this building mm. that I'm a three-minute friend with. Yep. I sit, and I love talking to them and sitting, waiting on coffee. Talking to them in the hallway, what's up? Ask about, even ask about kids and things like that. They are great people. Yeah. I don't want to spend three hours with them. <laughs> 
Wait, why is that? I just, I just, because I, I just don't. I, I know they're yeah. probably good human beings. Yeah. Uh, interests probably don't align. They don't, they don't, okay. they don't have a same thought process as I do as far as like progression and success and doing things that way. That's great. So that's great. So it wouldn't really benefit you to hang out with them for three hours. Three, it's not, it's not going to. And that, that's, and great, that's Some people point. view that as selfish. I'm, I'm sorry. This, but I don't think it's yeah, selfish. Yeah. I think it's you have your priorities. A lot. Right. Yeah. You got a three minute friend and you got a three hour friend. Mm -hmm. What's a three hour friend? A three hour friend is someone you want to come. Okay. Come over to the house, watch ball invest in them sit down ask them ask them hard questions let them ask you hard questions get to know them you love them you yeah. talk to them on the phone you text back and forth with them you share funny things with you share serious things with mm -hmm. they're a three-hour friend you can get things from them they can get things from you You can give to them in a way you can be a great influence on them they can be a great influence on you they're good solid people that's great but at some point you think to yourself you know you don't get wore out with them, but you're just like, hey, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. absolutely, yeah. Then you transition into the three-day friends. Mm -hmm. these, these are the people yeah. Yeah, These are the people that you don't get tired of. That's great. You love them. They love you, but they also give, give, give to you. They, they share good things. They challenge you. So I had a meeting today at 10 o'clock with a, one of my best friends in the world, and he just yep. sat there and asked me, hey, can you help me with this? Wow. And I just said, yeah, sure, tell me what to do. And sometimes I don't even have to ask that question. But you yeah. get into those relationships where you can vacation with somebody. Uh -huh. You can go camping if, if you're a camper. You can oh, yeah. spend extended amounts of time with their spouses. That's huge. And your, that is, your, the kids yeah. can hang out together. But you have to find those people that you love being around and they love being around you. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. They love yeah. being around you. Yeah. And, and I feel like for as business owners, we have to find these people that are doing success and doing business like we want to do it. That's great. That's and also here's the thing too, and you'll learn this as you have start to have kids. You yeah. you see people that you see and know and are parenting great. Find those people and hang out with those people because you need to see how they're parenting. Yeah. You need to be at three hour friends, and then at some point try to be three three day friends with those people so you can see inside of what they're doing. With and their you kids. can learn from them. You can learn so much. You yeah. learn so much just from watching how they handle adversity with a kid that's raising hell or pitching yeah. a fit or whatever. Yeah. Um, get, the, re, the, re, the relationships, the relationships that you, that you see, you see, let's just, I'm just going to use us for example, because yeah, it's easy. Right. You see Thomas and Jackie interact and you like the way that our marriage is. It's great. It's, you can tell it's not fake. You can tell that there's a little fuss there, but they're, they're, they're good people. So those pockets of, they may be, yeah. and the business part of it may be different than the parenting part of it. Sure. Absolutely. I think that you pull the best things from different people. Right. Because those people are killing it in these certain areas. So true. And give me an example. So <laughs> I'm not going to make you give me an example of a three-hour friend. Yeah. But give me sure. an example of like a three-day friend. Who's somebody that you and Jackie, you love spending time with them. Sure. You love going to the beach. You love hanging out with kids. You love mm -hmm. going to the games. Yeah. Like who is a friend and why are they that three-day friend? For, for me, one of our, our three-hour friends is Mark and Joe Pettis. We mm. You know, a great example is during 2020, yeah. Mark leaves the driveway. He'd been hanging out, and there were a bunch of people at the house. And he gets in the car, picks up the phone, says, hey, I found a, found a trip to Mexico. And this is in the height of COVID. <laughs> this is June of 2020. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, are they even letting people in? He said, they started letting people in three days ago. <laughs> and so we, he says, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, dude, Let's we're in. I'm like, You're in. I'm like, yeah, we're in. I'm like, I'm like, when? He goes, Monday. And I'm like, 
What? Yes, we're going. So, so yeah. You just so picked up everything. Four days later. Oh, we, 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 we spent a day and a half arranging hey, the kids. Hey, them flights were cheap, weren't they? They were so cheap. <laughs> so there was cheap. nobody there. It was it was a crazy. <laughs> but great. Mark and Jill are, are three-day friends for us. We can mm. go and do with them. I love that. Yeah. We don't get tired of them. They, they don't, I hope they don't get tired of us. Um, <laughs> the yeah. Pattisons and the Roberts, they're okay. friends from Tennessee. Okay. And I'll say this. You have great friends in high school, and those a lot of those will pass. We talked about this. You oh, know, yeah. Yep. You know, I got one or two friends from high school. Right. You have friends from college that you build relationships with because you spend time with them. Whether you're out, you you know, spend the night with all, all those different things. But the friends that you make while raising kids mm-hmm. are the friends that you will have for an extremely long time. Wow. Because it takes a village. Yeah. When you're over having dinner and they get on to your kids for doing something they shouldn't do and you get on to their kids for doing something you shouldn't do. Yeah. So the Pattisons and the Roberts, John Pattison and Sarah Pattison, John Roberts and Crystal Roberts are some of our best friends. I own two apartment complexes with John Pattison. My wife's best friend is probably Crystal Roberts. And so okay. we spend, we, we go skiing with them. We go to, you know, we've been to Mexico with them. We, we do a lot. And we, we ask advice from them. It's great. We call, I call John and talk about business stuff. I've prayed for John. He's had an interview at work. They're, they've, uh, they've been from, from W-2 employees yeah. to business owners in the last year, and they called us asking questions about different things. Wow. Okay. So those are good two, just three examples of three, yeah. three-day friends for us. And if anybody is great at relationships, it is you. And I think there might be somebody out here that is listening to it. There might be a young person. Because honestly, a lot of Generation Zers have a hard time connecting. So a lot of Generation Zers might have a difficult time with building that three-hour, three-day relationship. Sure. Yeah. So what would be your advice to them, knowing what you know, doing what you've done for so many years, yeah. what would be your advice to them to break out of that three-hour friend yeah. or three-minute friend into that three-day friend? What would you tell them to do? There's two things that I would t- tell them to do. Um, number one is be a great question asker good. because this Jay mm. Abraham tells a story about this guy was sitting in a bar in a foreign country mm. and he sat at the bar with this, this guy that was extremely wealthy, extremely successful. And this one guy who was just a dude looked at this extremely wealthy guy and just, he just started asking questions, asking questions. Mm. And he said, by the end of the three hour conversation, the guy that was extremely successful, that did nothing but talk for three hours, looked at him and said, you're the most fascinating person I've ever met. Wow. When in reality, the guy, all he did was ask questions. Yeah. People love to talk about themselves so subconsciously. True. So number one, be a great question asker. Number two, in order to be, in order to have great friends, mm-hmm. you have to be a great friend. Yeah. And what you need to determine is what makes those people click. Are you, are, are you a gift giver? If you're a gift giver, you're probably a gift receiver. Are you acts of service? What's your love language is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. And feed into that. You hear the term all the time around here. Lean into that. Like, be a great friend of that person. Yeah. Use the skills that you have, the things that you do well, and lean into whatever that is. So, so number one, be a great question asker. Number two, be a great friend yeah. of them in order to, for them to be a great friend to you. That's great. And so moving into a little bit about, we talked about relationships, yeah. but now you have to be really good at reading people. You have to be. So like that's 
from a hiring standpoint, from people that you want to hang yeah. around and all that stuff. Yeah. And I've heard often on this podcast, man, I've been introduced some in, to in, some incredible people. Yeah. And, uh, and just hear you oftentimes hint at, talk about, and a lot of the owners that you have sitting at this table, yeah. business owners, they talk about how they love to hire athletes. Mm-hmm. That's like a, a general theme for all these yep. business owners and how they honestly become great business sure. owners. So talk a little bit about that. Why do you want to hire an athlete who I, played collegiate athletics? Yeah. And Yeah, I think that there's, there's something special about someone that's not only got a college degree, but they've got a college degree while also playing a sport because college – I don't really know how demanding college was because I played sports in college, mm-hmm. but playing sports in college is extremely demanding on top of going to class and doing all the things and, and having a life. Right. So if you can manage that well, you probably can manage life pretty well. That's great. It's I, very structured too. It is. Very and, structured. And, and you learn a lot from that. You learn that you got to go yeah. eat this time and work out this time and practice all these things. Um, Jen Ryan mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Jen Ryan started and bid multiple companies. Jen Ryan mentioned it. Yep. Uh, Lou Dempsey mentioned it he owns an auction company in rome georgia (laughs) and he mentioned you know he had just hired uh, tommy atha who's a former high school coach and a former college athlete oh wow um reagan phillips talked about she talked about justin Kraft, who we're going to have on soon he hires i think exclusively college athletes oh wow yeah it's it's kind of crazy i think 85 percent of his office is college athletes hey one of the sec one of the girls that's one of the assistants she was a college cheerleader so like he is so <laughs> deep in finding a way so to hire these collegiate Yeah. So I think the I think the thing for for me and why these why this is so important is because in athletics and in business, there's a switch that goes off. There's mm. a fun component to playing sports. That's right. Because I love throwing the football and I love you know running routes with Tegan and and, 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 oh, yeah. and I loved it in college. But at some point, yeah, there's a switch that has to go right. off where you go into competitive mode. Yeah. And you, you know, you talk about horses and they put these blinders on so they can't see at some point in business, you got to go into a, a blinders focus mode, just like athletes had to do. I remember playing, we were playing the university of Florida, the first game of the year. Yep. And I remember looking, and I remember the guy's name that was playing running back. I remember looking back at him, Theron Dudley. I can't, I hadn't said that guy's name in 20 years. <laughs> and I remember trying to call the check to play, and he was standing four and a half yards from me, and he could not hear me. Really? It was the loudest. It was t- LA, uh, Florida's Ben Hill Griffin Stadium is louder, in my opinion, than LSU Stadium. Oh, my it was goodness. Nuts. So, wow. Yeah. So Death Valley is yeah, crazy. It, Death Valley is crazy. But it, for us, that, that was what that it was. was. Lot of, yeah. But at some point, those business owners have to go into a mode of, I'm, I'm refusing not to win. I'm, I'm just refusing not to win. And with that, a lot of times those business owners slash former athletes or business or former athletes that are now employees, they elevate other people. Yeah. You hear all the time. That's great. People like Kobe, people like Jordan. Mm-hmm. How the, uh, the the other guys on the floor yep. did not want to let him down. And so, in essence, what those guys were doing, the Jordans and the Kobe's of the world, they were elevating the people around them. You hear people talk, you hear Julian Edelman, Edelman talk about all the time. It's yeah. hilarious. I love I love hearing Julian. Bill, Bill Belichick, he's like, <laughs> oh. But Julian talks about Tom Brady and how yeah. he elevated so many people. Yep. He just brought them up. That's what killers do, and that's what I think you get 
when you get an athlete because what happens with athletes is that switch gets developed so true yeah. it gets developed over time because what they've done was what most athletes have done if you've been if you've made it through college sports mm -hmm. you have spent a lot of time being uncomfortable that's so true yeah and if yeah. you can spend time being uncomfortable get this on purpose yeah you can do things that are going to be uncomfortable in life in business, like I hate sitting down and doing email. I hate sitting down and going through Slack. I hate sitting and going through Monday. But at some point, I got to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, put my blinders on, focus in, and just do those tasks. Because I know that those tasks have to be done. Right. And I'm the one to do them. Yeah. But I don't like doing them. And I tell people all the time, just because you're a business owner doesn't mean it's butterflies and rainbows all the time. It's hard crap. Yeah. That's why you got to do something A, you're good at and B, that you enjoy and love. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your be-all, end-all right. passion. I think that's a myth. Yeah. But it's got to yeah. be something you're good at and got to be something you, you can succeed at. Yeah, and you got to be willing to do the hard things. And that's something that you're incredibly disciplined on is just doing the hard things. Like you're talking about Kobe. Yeah. Okay, one of the things that made him who he was, such a great athlete, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day and they were telling a story about Kobe and how Kobe – called up Allen Iverson and was like, hey, bro, what club are you going to? Yeah. He's like, oh, like I'm going to this club. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, I'll drop you off. And so he puts him in the car, takes Allen Iverson to the club, and he drops him off. He said, hey, man, you coming? He said, no, I'm going to work out. Yeah. Like, so when people are doing these fun things and you want to, mm -hmm. oh, you want to go over here and you want to go to do this and you want to go do that. But what made, what set Kobe apart was the ability to do the hard things. And so with that, being said, how do you embrace, so somebody out here, the biggest thing, the hardest thing is starting, starting. doing the hard things. Starting. How do you start, how do you go from not doing the hard things to doing the hard things? Because you talk about this switch. Yeah. So how do you activate that switch? How do you turn it on? So I do hard things daily. Talk the about first, this. The first thing I do every morning, I walk in the kitchen, I drink my water. I go outside. What's in the water? I just, yeah. Sea salt. Sea salt. <laughs> no, lemon. Sea salt. So I walk. Yep. I wake up. Sea salt and lemon, or pig salt and lemon in the water. I drink about 20, 25 ounces. Uh -huh. I drink it before I do anything, and then I go. I get into a cold tub, and and I know cold tubs are the fad right now, but and there are a lot of benefits to yeah. from a from a endorphin rush, from a testosterone boost to. Um, Okay, so I get up. First thing I do is go to the cold tub. There are a lot of benefits to it, from an endorphin rush to a testo to testosterone boost. To there's a, a huge immunity boost yeah. to that as well. Yep. But I'll tell you what. I look over there and that thing's 37 degrees. Mm. It doesn't matter how <laughs> much you get used to it. It's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. So I get in that thing every morning and I get those benefits. Mm-hmm but I'm doing something that's extremely hard. Yeah. That's one of the things. Um, I, physically is huge with me. Yeah. I think that it's really, really important to be physically disciplined. Yep. Andy Elliott is amazing yep. at talking about how fit people will make more money. Wow. And how fit people will get jobs and make more sales because there's something to shaking someone's hand that looks you in the eye that's got a lot of confidence yeah. that's extremely fit because they... Because the person across from you knows that they've done a lot of work. There's a lot to that. There's a lot a to that. That's a good point. Yeah. So 
I love to have these hard things. Like, you know, a group of us talked about Mark earlier. We hiked the Grand Canyon. It was extremely hard from 30 degrees to 90 degrees back to 50 degrees all yeah. within like eight hours. So we hiked the Grand Canyon rim to rim. Training for that was hard because we trained in Alabama in July. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Um, going to the gym when you don't want to. Yeah. Go, like It's hard. It's very hard. <laughs> it's hard. Because some days. You lay down on the couch. Yes. It's been a long day at work. You're yes. tired. You want to just flip on some TV. Or and, you went to bed late the night before. That's right. If you're yep. a morning person. Yep. So it is doing those things. Put and I say this all the time. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb yep. and do things that have to get done. Yeah. Those are hard things. If you could find something hard to do every day, I'm not talking about back breaking work. I'm talking about mentally, physically, something that's extremely hard to do every day. You set your you slowly and consistently set yourself up because here's the thing. Yeah. Consistency it will trump just about everything. That is so true. I heard someone say that this was, yeah. this was so good. He said, consistency will not guarantee success, but not, not, not being consistent will almost for sure guarantee not being successful. Dang. Let that sit. That was great. That yeah. was great. And it was so true. Sometimes you just have to put your head down, and there are days where you're going to just check the box. Absolutely. There are days. But those days make you so much better. They do. They do. You may go to yes. the gym or go to somewhere that you didn't feel like you got much done, but you went, and yeah. mentally you you got the thing done. So the hard things, I think, they're extremely important for us. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to just give you a shout-out real quick because you inspired me because I came on the team, you know, oh gosh, has it been six months now? Yeah, it's almost six, yeah. almost it's six months. Yeah. And, uh, and you just would always – you instilled that in me. You were like, hey – you got to do the hard things daily, got to do the hard mm -hmm. things. And you honestly inspired me because you do the hard things daily. Even when you don't want to, yeah. you get up. I saw you doing the cold tub. I was like, man, I'm going to do the cold tub. Like I saw, yeah. I saw you doing work, working out every day. I was like, man, I'm going to work out every yeah. day. But one of the things that you inspired me to do, I was like, you know what? I hate running, mm. hate running. Yeah. I was a baseball player. We yeah. didn't run. We yeah. didn't run a lot. You ran for right? punishment, ran for punishment, yeah. poles. Sure. That wasn't even that far. Right. right. And so I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to train because I, because I hate doing this. This is extremely hard for me. Yeah. I'm going to run a half marathon. That's good. And I'm going to do it. And so every day, training for it. Yeah. Training for it. Running long distances. And I hated it, but I'm getting better at it yeah. every day. And I'm choosing to do it. And that was a lot that's of what you instilled in me. So I yeah. appreciate you so much for that. But I know as we wrap up today and just uh, talking about all these things that are super beneficial, what is something – that you would tell our audience listening, like what's a hard thing that they could do? So what's a, you do an ice tub. That might not be for somebody, sure. right? But what's something that they could do? Because honestly, I wanted to do an ice tub, but I didn't have an ice tub. Sure. So what's something that they could do? I think physically, you need to find something that's hard. I don't run. I don't enjoy running, but running right. makes me uncomfortable in a way yeah. of physically my hips and my knees hurt and I may be running wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Find something that you, that, that is uncomfortable. That's hard and just do it. You don't have to kill yourself, but you got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that would be one of the most important things and just, and, and let it build, let it yeah. be something that you do today. Let it build and get just a little bit better tomorrow. Turn the ship slow, turn the ship. I tell people all the time, just start, just make the, my, my dad was an alcoholic before he passed away. Yeah. He went to AA, battled that a long time. He used to always say something. He goes, do the next right thing. 
Mm. Just do the next right thing. And I told, a, I talked to a guy this morning, one of my best friends. He was on the phone, and he's extremely overweight right now. And mm-hmm. I told him, I said, "Listen, get up and move. You just got to do it today. Yeah, you just got to yeah. do it today. Yeah." And so, one of the hardest things with that, I, I, I truly believe that one of the hardest things in starting is the comparison game. Mm, yeah. So, and I know I've heard you talk about this a lot. Like, don't compare yourself. You ain't got to be wearing what they're wearing. No. You ain't got to be doing what like. You need to, and so oftentimes what inspires you is like, man, Thomas looks great. I mm. want to look like that. Mm. So, hey, what are you doing? Well, here's what I do daily. But then they start, they don't get those results, right, yeah. instantly because we live in such an instant gratification right kind of world. Yeah. So how do you get past that mentality and that comparison game? Sure. How do you do that? You can't, you can't compare your today today's journey with someone's last 15 years journey Hmm. you've got to be able to put in perspective that johnny has been exercise let's use exercise exercising for this long right and that's the way he looks why he looks the way he looks or justin for example who's a great friend of mine justin kills it from a business perspective financially business relationships god knows so many people but justin's about eight years older than i am and justin started business at 23 Wow. So Sucker's got a lot of years on me. Just consistently doing the right thing. Yeah. People want to get rich quick. Yeah. People want to have the best body quick. Mm-hmm. The best thing we can do is just wake up in the morning and be the best we can be that day. Yeah. The best we can be that day. Business, financial, family, spousal, parenting, physically, whatever. Just be the best you can be that day. You just got to do it for today. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And then just reset the thing the next day. Don't think about tomorrow. Just be great today. Yeah. And that's really hard for some people because yeah, they don't get results. But just yeah. think about, well, what's the best thing to do today? What can I do to push myself today? And um, just try to do get a little bit more uncomfortable every day. Yeah. And that's one of the hardest things, I think, for people today is, and we, we hit on it just a second ago, but living in that instant gratification sure. kind of world is that you see – man, this guy's making all this money. This person's doing all this. But, like, I love your story because it's like you you busted your tail mm. for so many years. Okay. And then when you were 32 years old, you, you know, had accumulated all this money. And you're like, hey, I'm going to go start this business yep. with it. But you took that hard work, the things that you were doing every day, you applied it to this, and then you grew your wealth. Yep. And I think that's so key, is so important, and it's so good for our listeners to hear that, like, consistently doing the hard things, whether it be an ice tub, whether it be this, that, or the other, uh, pick it and go in, whether it be running a half marathon, sure, marathon, or whatever. Pick it and go all in. Totally agree. Yeah, so that's great. Well, I know that we're wrapping up time today, so um, anything else that you would like to say? I'm good. I'm good. I just... People, just pick your pick your friends. Pick your friends wisely. It's great. And uh, do some hard stuff today. It's great. Thanks. Thanks.